You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, and welcome to Mimesis, the podcast where life and art imitate each other in all sorts of twisted ways. I'm Sandra Sarah for Sackerly. And I'm Stacey Rourke. And we are your host on this crazy adventure. <laughs> it feels like it has been forever since we recorded. I know. We've both been <laughs> a little busy. I know. I know. And it does it hasn't really been that long. It's been like two weeks since we recorded, but yeah. It's too long. It's too long. I didn't like it. it. Well, you had grandma visiting. So how was that? It was amazing. It was so nice. Yeah. We, we, um, she had a list of all the things that she wanted to do while she was down here (laughs) and we made sure we did all of them. And it wasn't like, you know, touristy stuff. It was things that, um, she doesn't get to do all the time, you know? It was yeah. like, go get a pedicure and uh, make tuna fish casserole because no one in her house will eat it and <laughs> uh, plant I flowers and go in the swim spa and uh, hit some garage sales because she never gets to do that anymore. Yeah. So we did all those things and she went home with a happy heart, feeling very content. And I had she a happy had to heart. go home with like a second bag. She didn't because you know how grandma is. Oh, yeah. She wasn't buying for herself at all. She right. bought some stuff for, for David, my stepdad. And um, the, the rest was spoiling everybody else. Cause that's who grandma is. That is but yes. it was wonderful to have her down here and we had a good time. She's yeah. very missed and she needs to go. And here's the other thing is I know she listens to our podcasts. So um, <laughs> she will be hearing this and hearing that like, mom, get a second house down here. <laughs> Please, grandma. <laughs> Do it. Make it happen. Oh, well. But that's what's going on with us. Um, yeah. What's going on? You had a kind of an emotional day today. Are you okay? It's been like an emotional week over here like <laughs> she turned 12 yes and then Sweet she went to bog i know she's not little anymore she's oh my gosh the picture like you tongue. sent me of her hair her getting her hair done i was <laughs> i was like upset i was mad i was like when did this happen uh-huh. she's not allowed to look that mature no ma'am i know no i know she got the little swoopy bang and yeah Mm-mm. no and she went to golf camp this week so Monday through Thursday, it's it's been literally one thing after another. And good for her. She went to golf camp Monday through Thursday. And then today she went to band camp. I love that. An overnight that. band camp. I'm not okay. I know. <laughs> I know. She is going so to be okay, but I'm not okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You'll get yeah. through it, Mama. But she's a brave girl. I I she respect is. that so much. I know she's going, and she doesn't have one friend that she knows that is going. And she's like, "I got this. I'm gonna make new friends." That's a badass oh. kid you're raising. Good for her. I I try to think I do. <laughs> Good job raising her. You're doing great. <laughs> You've. I mean, it takes a lot of confidence for a child at 12 to be like, no, I don't know anybody there, but it's cool. I'm going to go like, yeah, good for her. Yeah. And it being overnight. That's the thing that yes. got me. I yes. can going for a couple hours, but for overnight for three nights, that was, okay. that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that kid's a trooper. Way to go, mm-hmm. mom. Where isn't a freaking warrior? I'm so <laughs> proud of you guys. Oh. But enough about us. We, yeah. um, we don't really have a lot of business this week, which is no, good so. because at last count, you you told me you had like so many pages of notes on today's topic. <laughs> that I think I got up to 48 pages of information. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. I really I hope I couldn't you... stop. 
is this going to end up being a two-parter? No, no. I pared it way down. I went with just like the movie and like the facts from the movie with a couple teasers and or trivia in there. Okay. I'm very excited. Do you want to share with our listeners what we're, we're discussing today? Yeah. So we are discussing, well, I'm just going to say the little line that you tagged the video. (laughs) Okay. Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. (laughs) You choked on that. I did. (laughs) But I am so excited about this. Lucille Ball is just an icon. She's amazing. She really is. And like watching becoming the Ricardos or being the Ricardos was amazing. Like it brought back all that nostalgia of you're watching it for like the first time, these episodes of I Love Lucy. And she was a trailblazer in so many ways and just a tough as nails chick. And I am so like I've I've learned about her, but I've never done a deep dive like what you did. So I'm so excited to learn more about her. Oh, I did a deep dive. And then I was like, no, no, I need to like pair it back. Maybe we can go like episode to episode later on. But right (laughs) now, just keep to the movie. (laughs) Oh, I would be so for that. I would be so for that. I know. And a little bit of trivia. We talked about this earlier, but I am a big enough Lucille Ball fan that I once had a horse that I named Lucy. Because when she was born, she was a deep red color and she was all kinds of goofy tripping over her legs. So Mm -hmm. I I named her after Lucille Ball. She was the cutest thing ever. She was. And she was, you know what? She was feisty like Lucille Ball too. Because I don't know if you remember the other cult we had at that time. Bullseye? Bullseye. Yes. The very first time. Because they both were out of different mares. and But they were when, born like really close to each other. They were. Right? They were like a week or two apart. Yeah. And we had them separated for a long time. <laughs> and the very first time we introduced them to each other, um, Bullseye started sniffing at her and doing that thing horses do where they just nip at the other one, like the back of the other one's neck. Yeah. And Lucy was not standing for it. And Miss Thing, <laughs> in her little Philly state delivered one sharp kick that landed just above his eye and knocked brother man for a loop let me tell you we had to call the vet he oh, was goodness. like stumbling around she connected it was awesome so just like the the real lucille ball she was mm-hmm. she was tough as nails that little one she really was she was <laughs> i missed you having horses I I miss having horses. I don't think I have enough yard space here in Florida for them, though. No, not so much. <laughs> Although if the gas prices continue to go this way, I'm just going to sell my car and get a horse. There you go. <laughs> we all need to do that. I would. I'm not even playing. <sighs> all right, ma'am. Okay. Let's dig into this. Okay. So the movie, Being the Ricardos, was told from three different perspectives. The interview with the show's lead writers, the flashbacks and preparation for live filming in 1953. So I'm going to go through the movie and then go through like the facts that they either got right or wrong. Awesome. Let's do it. Okay. So in 1939, Lucy at 28 years old is an actress contracted to RKO Pictures. She gets small parts in a big studio production, but featured mainly mainly in low-budget films, which gives way to being called Queen of the Bee Movies. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. They didn't consider her, like, Hollywood glamour at that point, did they? No. Uh -uh. Nope. Nope. Um... She is cast in the comedy Too Many Girls, and on that set, is when she meets the, I can't say this word ever, charismatic, charismatic, charismatic. there you go. Okay, charismatic, (laughs) 22-year-old Cuban singer Desi Arnaz, and they fall in love instantly. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They are so cute together. They are, they are, but you know what? Even after they divorced, I believe I heard in interviews, both of them said that they were 
the love of each other's lives. Like yeah. even if they couldn't be together, they. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, months after filming, they marry and buy a home in Hollywood. Arnez has a sex. A what? <laughs> sex. <laughs> Lots of sex with other women. That was not Lucia Ball. <laughs> That's true. He does. I know. <laughs> okay. You just got right to it, man. <laughs> I did. Arnez has lots of sex with women that are not his wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Months after filming, they marry and buy a home in Hollywood. Arnez has a successful stint with Desi Arnez Orchestra that tours around the country while Lucy continues her film career with little success. After Desi serves in World War II, he resumes with the orchestra, with Lucy having to accompany him because of his infidelity. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is early in their marriage. Like, really early. He couldn't like she... stay loyal at all. No. And, okay, I'm going to give a little fact here. She filed for a divorce really early in their marriage. But then they like reconciled. Oh, and then she filed again because yeah. he just couldn't keep it in his pants. No, he was <laughs> he giving it away, <laughs> <laughs> sir. That thing has a shelf life. Brace yourself. <laughs> shelf life. <laughs> oh, okay, goodness. back to the movie. Okay. Oh, girl. <laughs> Lucy finally gets a break when she is cast in 1942's The Big Street. The film is a modest hit, but Lucy's performance is praised. She meets with RKO president Charles Coroner, confident she will get better scripts right. on. Um, I think so. I'm horrible at names. <laughs> I like that you just kind of mumbled over it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> It's our audio. We need new equipment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need new equipment. We really do. Please. It's please. true. Okay. <laughs> Confident she will get better scripts on par with established stars like Rita Hayworth and Julie Holiday. However, he terminates her contract because several actresses are returning to RKO after being loaned to other studios. Loaned. Loaned. <laughs> That doesn't seem legal. No. It sounds really dirty. It does. But you know what? That time in Hollywood, there was a lot of really dirty going on. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, look at Desi Arnaz. <laughs> I know. Desi. Shelf life. Just saying. Yeah. Hashtag shelf life. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> I know. Uh, however, he terminates her contract because several actresses are being returned being returned after being checked um, out like library books yeah. yeah he suggests she uses her voice for radio an unintended insult which offers lucy which offends lucy greatly like well yeah, yeah. that's like telling somebody you've got a face for radio like that's that's not a compliment no no um with no substantial film roles coming in, she does move to radio. In 1948, she is cast in the radio show My Favorite Husband, which becomes a mass massive success. Good for her. Mm -hmm. The show draws interest from CBS and a cigarette company, Philip Morris, who suggests turning My Favorite Husband into a television show. I love that a cigarette company was the endorser because <laughs> you never see like commercials for cigarettes anymore. That's just such no. an old Hollywood thing. Yes. And that like I saw something where it was like required for them to smoke on set. <laughs> it was required. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they wanted it like in the shows to promote cigarettes. Yep. Yep. And that's just terrible. Yeah. You don't see that anymore. I mean, it's no. when people are doing like bit parts or, you know, they're trying to make it like a gritty performance, they'll do it. But you don't see it as much anymore. Do you ever no. Did you ever watch the movie Reality Bites no. with Ethan Hawke and Winona Ryder? I know that was like mm -hmm. uh, a late <laughs> 90s. That was like our our call to arms movie, our rebellious oh, yeah. movie. And like everybody in that movie was just chain smoking constantly. Yeah. 
you don't see that yeah, the, the only one i can remember is like grease the one person yeah. smoking on there yep yep i remember yeah. that i mean i remember like other shows but not like chain smoking yeah reality bites it was just one after the other yeah like lighting up one while you have the other one yeah one lighting one off the other man yeah yep no <laughs> that makes me want to cough <laughs> i know <laughs> I can smell that. I can smell I that, like, stench of smoke. <laughs> yeah. So Lucy agrees, but only if Desi plays her on-screen husband. The executives initially refuse because Arnez is Cuban, but later concede after Lucy refuses to get them the copyright to the show. She also hopes that working with Desi will increase her not increase, decrease his infidelity <laughs> and save their marriage. <laughs> Listen, man, I just can't keep up with you. I need you to find somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she, I get it. She was like, I need to keep him close because yes. if he is out of my sight, he's just doing it with anybody. Which is very toxic. It's so, let's toxic. be honest. It's so toxic. I thought that that was what I needed to do. And that's extremely toxic. Just once a yeah, cheater, you always were a in, cheater. You were in a nasty relationship. So I'm sure yeah. some of this, you're just like, okay, this is hitting a little yeah. too close to home. Well, it was like, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, just leave him. You're going to yeah. be happier. Yes, it's going to suck. But just leave. Yeah. No. But it's hard. And, you know, even after she left him, she was saying he was the love of her life. So, yeah. oh, that's just yeah. horrible. I mean, they both remarried. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully she did find happiness. But <laughs> her standards had to be so low after Desi. She's just like, <laughs> listen, if I can turn my back without you boning another chick, that's literally all I'm looking for here. That's it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, she's insisting that he be on the show with her. Yep. So by 1953, the show is renamed I Love Lucy and becomes a smash hit with nearly 60 million viewers a week. Oh my that's gosh. Huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. That's people planning their week around watching a show. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So a, th uh, a three-camera system designed by Desi allows viewers on the East Coast of the United States to see the show live and without static, since the show is filmed on the West Coast. During production, Lucy deals with several issues on the show. Vivian Vance and William Farwelly? <laughs> I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. It's F-R-A-W-L-E-Y. Um, Ethel and her husband. What was yes. his name? Fred. Frank? Frank? Fred. 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 They hated the each other. They Absolutely. hated each other. Yes. With a fiery Horrible. passion. <laughs> yes. And I will get to that because there is something that she said later that just, I can get it and I can see it. Oh, I'm excited. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. But they hated okay. each other. Oh. Yes. So Vivian and William play the Ricardo's neighbor, the Mertzes. And they do not get along. And William was often drunk while filming on set. <laughs> yeah. So Lucy also clashes with the directors and writers during table reads and scenes, scene blocking. Particularly troublesome in a scene where Desi comes home and covers Lucy's eyes while she is setting the table. And she names several different men before he reveals it to be himself. The couple announced to CBS and Philip Morris executives that lucy is pregnant the executives insist lucy to hide the pregnancy behind large objects but the couple refuse and propose the pregnancy be shown though they were never allowed to say the word pregnant on air but wasn't she like one of the first openly pregnant characters on a tv show she was the second she was yes Who was the first do you know Oh, I knew you were going to ask. I looked it up and now I can't remember the same, the name. Why was she bothered by her eyes being the 
eyes covered scene? Because she knew who he was. Like Lucy would know Ricky coming in the door, who it was. And why are you going to make her look like she has all these men's walking in and out of her apartment? Oh, because fidelity was an issue Mm -hmm. with her. So that joke did not land. Okay. No. Um, In the time that we discussed this, I Googled it and it says Mary Kay and Johnny was the first program to show a couple sharing a bed um, yes. to show a woman's pregnancy on television. Yes. I have never heard of Mary Kay and Chiny. Oh my God. That's something <laughs> well, else. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Mary Kay and Johnny. I've never yes. heard of that one, but I have not either. And that's where I kind of like was like, oh, Lucy's a bigger name. Yeah. So, so I think why... people remember it with Lucy yes. more. Yeah. Because, you know, Mary Kay and Jiny, we don't. <laughs> well, you name a show that, of course, you have to show pregnancy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Back to the movie. <laughs> Let's get off Jiny. <laughs> Lucy also deals with Desi staying out late and a photo emerges in the tabloids of him with another woman. Desi tells Lucy that he Pause while I try to look shocked. I know. (laughs) Desi tells Lucy that he plays cards on the boat with some other celebrity and sleeps there when he is too tired to come home and that the picture was taken six months ago. Okay. (laughs) Sure it was. Uh Uh-huh. But she reluctantly believes him. And William has Lucy understand that Desi's infidelity may stem from her making the business and creative decisions on the show, which makes him feel emasculated. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Though she explains to everyone that he is the one who makes all the decisions. She asks Oprahammer. I don't think I'm spelling that, saying that right. He was one of like the producers. To give okay. Desi a producer credit, hoping it will stop his infidelity and save their marriage. Instead, Oppenheimer <laughs> reminds Desi he is has top billing and that he is the person saying, I, and I love Lucy. Oh my gosh. She's jumping through hoops, mm-hmm. just trying to keep him faithful. Happy. Yeah. That trying to make him like the most putting him on pedestals she is she Mm -hmm. is yeah oh that's i mean toxic it's so toxic it's extremely toxic Mm -hmm. and that's where it's like i can see it yeah red flags everywhere red flag you're trying to give him you're love bombing him yeah and he doesn't want it yeah he's abusing it every chance he gets Mm -hmm. it reminds me of um I never thought I'd bring up the freaking Kardashians on our uh, podcast, but uh, Tristan and Chloe and how many times that guy has publicly cheated on her. And, you know, like the last one she found out in the press that he had fathered another child because he didn't have the courtesy to tell her himself. You know, it's that kind of thing that, you know, a a person i'm not just saying women but people trying to keep their family together at all costs and the other person just sabotaging it every single chance they get yeah because they take it for granted yeah or they just don't care yeah they don't care really truthfully don't care and i think in a lot of ways they think the person won't eventually get fed up and then when they do they're genuinely shocked yeah well that's also a narcissistic quality which oh i have to say most cheaters probably are narcissistic in some way <laughs> self-centered for her yeah oh yeah yeah okay Ugh. so desi responds by sharply scolding him for trying to patronize him yeah okay i get that yeah the night of the live filming a newspaper article deems lucy a communist though she was clear during a HUAC hearing months ago, Lucy admits she registered as a member of the Communist Party, 
when she was young and influenced by a relative, but Desi insists she lied to the public and claimed she accidentally marked the wrong box. Okay. Lucy refuses to lie to the public, fearing she will be humiliated. Arnaz cancels his usual show warm-up and instead addresses the audience about the accusations. He takes a live call with the FBI director, J. Edgar Hoover, who assures the audience that Lucy has been cleared of all charges. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we could say some things about the guy, but he had her back on that. He did. He didn't want to see her falter. No. At all. No. The, both of their success would have crumbled if they let that happen. So yeah, that was a noble way to handle it for sure. I think they both owned the production company. Probably. It was, uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to blank on the name. I knew the name at one point. Um, DeLucy. De- Desilu. Del- Desilu. Desilu. There we go. There we go. Desilu <laughs> Productions. Yes. By the way, I don't know why I know that. It's just one of those random <laughs> facts that was rattling around in my brain. I was probably okay. quizzed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Silly little facts that you know. They yep. right off the top of your head. <laughs> and then you go, why do I know that? I don't right. know. <laughs> um, as the couple celebrates backstage, Ball shows Arnez a handkerchief with lipstick on it. Arnez says it's hers, but Ball shows him another handkerchief and her own lipstick on it, proving Arnez's infidelity. When filming began... So, like, they're two different colors? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, that's a hard scene to watch in the movie. Because you're like, oh, he's getting caught. He's getting caught right now. (laughs) And he has... I started to watch this and I didn't finish it and I need to, so... Oh, you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was kind of slow in the beginning. And then, like, it just picked up and it got better and better and better. Yeah, I got to finish it, especially yes. Nicole Kidman. I mean, she's brilliant. She really is. And she mm-hmm. does so good. And how old uh, is she? She's, like, in her 50s. And she's a freaking yeah. goddess. Yeah. 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 Stop uh-huh. it with that. <laughs> I know. I need a little bit of whatever your Kool-Aid you're drinking. Exactly. Yes, please. Can you <laughs> bottle that? That'd be great. Um. So he's busted. Yes. Yes. When filming begins, Ball momentarily loses her concentration. They start over with Ball being more focused. The film ends with the title card saying Ball filed for divorce after the taping of their last show in 1960. Oh. Yeah. She was like, I'm done. So when the show was done, she was done. She stayed with them through the the length of I Love Lucy. And then that was it. The day, I think it was like the day after it aired, she handed him papers she gave him so many opportunities she did yeah she so many and like i said love bombing him maybe a little bit too much but she gave him everything once he realized he could get away with it what was Mm -hmm. the point in stopping he right he got away with it over and over again and I'm not saying anything bad about Lucille Ball. I'm not saying I'm not no. victim shaming anybody, but I'm just saying in the mentality, like think of it like a child. If they get away with something, what stops them from doing it again? I yeah. got away with it the first time. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now to the real facts. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Let's dig in. I love Lucy. Love Lucy. <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, prior to filming, being the Ricardos, Lucy's daughter, Lucy Arnez, had told the writer-director, Aaron Sorkin, that it was okay to make Lucille Ball stubborn and headstrong in the movie, as this was her mother's true self and how she acted in her real life. Mm. After seeing the movie, Arnez released a video on her YouTube channel on October 16, 2001, saying that the movie was freaking amazing. Oh, I'm going to post. It's going to make me cry. I'm going to make me cry. It's so it's so sweet. Like I literally had like it was tears. Yeah, (laughs) it was so sweet and so genuine. Her reaction to the movie. That it was just so true to who they were. Yeah. Like, I want to post the link of the video on our 
Facebook and yeah, Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it was we will really sure cute. That. Okay. She complimented Sorkin for making a great movie that really captured the time period and wonderful casting. She also said that Nicole Kidman became my mother's soul. Oh. She said that Javier Brandom, I think that's how you say his name, didn't look like her dad. She said it wouldn't be easy to see if he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he has everything that her dad had. His wit, his charm, his dimples, and the mu- musicality. Yeah. Desi was a cutie pie. I mean, like you get it if you look at if you look up pictures of him. He and we'll we'll post some pictures of them when they were younger. We'll post some pictures of them on our social media. But he was a cutie pie. Yeah, you can understand how people, women, fell for the Cuban flair. Yes, and like, I gotta I gotta admit when I saw the casting, I didn't see that um, for no. Javier either. I was like, he doesn't look like him at all. But you no. know what? But with her their daughter being alive you kind of can't do that because that would be too like what am i watching (laughs) yeah why does he look so much like my dad yeah and like to see them in those positions like my grandma has told me a few stories about um my dad and it's like i don't want to hear those those stories like you're talking about my dad in a negative way i don't want to hear that like, yep. let's go to happier things. So I think if he looked too much like him and sh- her watching this, I think it would have been really hard. And yeah, like, I get that. Tainted yeah. the memory. F- yeah. You're almost feeling like you're speaking ill of the dead and that's somebody yeah. that you love. And yeah, yeah. I yeah. that makes sense. I get that. Yeah. Okay. Being the Ricardos was a movie that they wanted to give a behind the scenes look at i love lucy and that revealed some hard truths some about the other actors on the show and some about lucille and about desi (laughs) so lots lots okay (laughs) we're gonna start off with vivian and william oh yeah let's get into it (laughs) most of the hatred between the two of them was because Vivian vocalized the resentment of having to play a wife to a man 22 years her senior. Yep. That's horrible. Yes. And that's the double standard of Hollywood. It is. And it's so gross and disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't we have, you know, a man and a woman? And it, you know what? It still happens in movies today. Yeah. They do it all the time. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, like 22 years old I mean there was a thing where Lucy was dating she was 14 and she was dating a 21 year old she was actually dating him or was it, it a, in a movie no like actually dating him Yeah, and her mother hated it and was trying to break it off by like Lucy's going to be an actor an actress and like put her into modeling mm-hmm and it's like well, you're you're pushing her towards more dudes, yeah, <laughs> by doing that. Oh, <laughs> but it's so bad. I I really hate that. Yeah. Well, then I don't blame her that she's like this guy's old enough to be my dad, and he's playing my husband. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Like some age gaps, whatever. But if I... it's believable, yeah. I could see but, it. I, I well, and the it. fact that the guy that's playing her husband is also coming to the set every day drunk. That's. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I just wrote. <laughs> On top of that, Carly <laughs> was a notorious drunk, which only added to the drama. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You uh, look at him and you're like, yeah, he looks like that kind of guy that would <laughs> come in drunk and surly. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to beat you up a little bit. That's where my brain goes. And that's yeah. not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. because he always like had a very like commanding yeah. voice over her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I won't deal with it. 
<laughs> well, this is back in the 50s where men thought it was okay to spank their wives and not in the fun way. <laughs> this, these are the moments when I wish that our podcast was a video because if everyone could have saw how you just hung your head in disappointment that I said that, it was glorious. And, and how she red my face there. is. <laughs> and she went there. Uh-huh. I sure as shit yeah. did. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised with you, honestly. <laughs> no. Never. Never. Okay. All right. Uh, and it's clear that Lucy and Vivian did not get along. Really? I did yeah. not know that one. Yeah. They looked like best of friends on yes, camera. Lucy but and off Apple. camera. No. No. Really? Lucy wouldn't let Vance wear certain things on screen to make sure that she wouldn't be upstaged. And (laughs) I don't know how true this is because I couldn't find, find it, but I read somewhere that um, there was a mock contract that Lucy wrote for Vivian stating that the party of the first part must promise to never dye her hair within five shades either way of the party of the second part so she was not allowed to dye her hair red five shades to match and then the party of the first part must also agree to put on an additional five pounds every month within the next year oh like making sure that lucy was not upstage at all Really? But we have no yeah. confirmation about this. So this is I just no hearsay. Confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag hearsay. Hashtag hearsay. <laughs> but like if it was real, Lucy, <laughs> you got some explaining to do. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, Can't you see her like backstage looking at this like cute little thing being cast and she's like, okay, she could work. Um, she can't have red hair. And she and needs I'm to gonna, put on some weight. I'm going to need her to put some more junk in the trunk. Cause... Yeah. yeah. And so they made a comment in the movie and about this of like she needs to eat, eat because she's losing weight. And when Vivian confronts Lucy, she's like, I just, I think that the real people want more women to look at you because you're closer to what their bodies actually look like. Lucy said so that? Like, yes. So it's like a backhanded comment. Or <laughs> not a comment. Compliment. Compliment. Yeah. You look like a real woman. Yeah. Yeah. They can relate to you more than me. <laughs> okay. But the show's called I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no, no. It makes me a little bit sad because, you know, you think of best friends and, like, there's a whole Lucy and Ethel thing. And to know that there yeah. was, wait, everything I see on TV isn't real? What are you telling <laughs> <No>. me? <laughs> <laughs> but it did seem that they did have, like, a love-hate relationship. Like, good. They got along enough to have a good relationship in front of the camera. And to not let it affect them losing their jobs. Yes. And they could be professional. They could do their job. Mm -hmm. They could make it genuine and then turn it off when they walked off the set. Yes. Okay. So obviously Hollywood needs to add the drama to everything. And being the Ricardos was no exception. Sorkin wrote his script so that Lucy's red scare, the news of her second pregnancy, and Ricky's confidential magazine story all happened in the same week. Oh. However, it did not happen all in one week. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that yeah. would be a yeah, hell Yeah, they of a like week. literally, the movie was like Monday, Friday, like <laughs> in the span of five days <laughs> that all these things You're happened. a communist. You're pregnant. He's uh, cheating on you. Yeah. That's a week. Yeah. <laughs> That would give me a heart attack. I know. That would be too much stress for <laughs> or anybody. I would to check myself it. into a mental hospital. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm done. We're good. Done. So do we know like about how long that actually took? Yep. 
um everything all everything did happen um the actual timeline was lucy became pregnant in 1952 the red scare grandma was born the red scare happened in september of 1953 and the story about desi didn't come out until 1955 oh so this was four years not yeah not Not one week not four days (laughs) four years not four days yeah that's a big difference very much but you know hollywood has to make the drama speed it up yeah exactly yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. because there's a lot of emptiness there if you were to spread it out within the years yeah everything's fine everything's fine drama everything's fine everything's fine yeah Yeah. just make all the drama in one week no (laughs) so there really was a fight to have lucy show her pregnancy on the show they were not allowed to use the word pregnant but they could use cinnamon 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 buns Cinnamon. No, what is the word? Synonyms? Synonyms. No, we're going with cinnamon buns. They could use cinnamon buns. I think everybody could. They're so good. (laughs) Synonyms. I'm expecting cinnamon buns. (laughs) And euphemisms in its place. Synonyms are cinnamon buns. That's glorious. So at the time, the code of practice for television, which I didn't know, there's actually a code of practices for television broadcasters. It like code of conduct, like a handbook. You really? have to be within these. Yeah. So the code of practices for television broadcasters prohibited anything sexually suggestive on air at that time (laughs) can you imagine if those people just like flipped on the tv today their heads (laughs) would explode (laughs) their eyes would pop out of their head the things that are allowed to be shown on tv game of thrones game of thrones and they'd be done (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) they'd just walk away they'd be like no no this whole society we're just Uh we're lost yeah So, with that code, a reason as to why it was shown that Ricky and Lucy had separate beds. Okay. Like, it all makes sense. (laughs) Of why, like, certain television shows from back in the day had the man and the woman in separate beds. Because you can't apply that they're sharing a bed for anything. Right. Yeah. Although back then it was, you know, you rolled the shoulder and you're like, you want to push the beds together tonight? <laughs> <laughs> which sounds which sounds sweet, but you know there's that crease there. And if you, those two fall apart, y'all are y'all are falling right on the Smack. floor. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, right on to the floor. So if they couldn't say pregnant, like what were they allowed to say? You could you say expecting? Expecting. You... Nope. Okay. And they were allowed to use pregnant for the titles because that wasn't seen. For okay. like the episodes. So it was like Lucy's pregnant or Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the episode was. But they could write pregnant in the episode title but not allowed to say it on the TV. So it was we're expecting or having a baby. Um, the stork is bringing the baby. I don't remember exactly what all they said. I, I watched the you just show couldn't say a long time ago. Yeah, you just couldn't say pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Another interesting fact: the day the episode aired for Lucy to have baby Ricky. She, in fact, went on to have Desi Arnaz Jr. 12 hours later. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's a mimesis right there. (laughs) Yep. Life imitated art. Her body was like, oh, it's time to do this. Okay. 
Yep. That's hysterical. I yep. love that. 12 hours after it was aired, she had the baby. Wow. <laughs> How funny. Yep. So the red scare was real, and Lucy thought that she could lose everything. The controversy stems back to 1936 when she registered to vote and affiliated herself with the Communist Party, along with other members of her family. But she was never an active member. There was a discrepancy between what Lucy told the government and what Desi wanted to tell the public. Desi did talk to the crowd before one of the shows, but not the show Fred and Ethel Fight. That was the episode that was in the movie. Okay. Um, It was a different show. And I keep finding like mixed things about this little part that about the Hoover call. I can't find if it actually happened or if it didn't happen. Okay. So we've got mixed facts on that. We're not sure if that happened. Yeah. Like I read so many different articles. That's how it ended up with 48 pages. (laughs) Well, if anybody listening to this has, you know, any kind of facts about that, we are all ears. And so please you know, message yes. us at yes. uh, the Mimesis podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if maybe you know for sure if that conversation actually happened. Yeah. If, if they Jay actually held Harvard. up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, no, they... Lucy's clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you know if that's true, please let us know because we would love to, yeah. to find out for sure. Yes. I would like to know because like I cannot find it. Like, half of the research said it did happen. Half of it says, no, it never happened like that. But she was cleared. Okay. Either way, she was cleared. But, yes, she It'd was It would be interesting to know if J. Edgar Hoover was actually behind it. Yeah. By the way, I've watched the movie Clue so many times that every single time I say the name J. Edgar Hoover, <laughs> I hear it in <laughs> Wadsworth's voice, Tim Curry, from that movie. Yes. I it's love one Tim of my Curry. favorite movies of all times. <laughs> Yes. I was so excited when I, your daughter said that she was like, this is my favorite. I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got a huge crush on Tim Curry for a while. Mm-hmm. She loved I mean, everything that he couldn't? was in. I know. Right? Like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know. Hello. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I know. No, it's serious because she was like, mom, I'm questioning myself because I'm like really attracted to him in the Rocky Horror yeah. Picture Show. And I was like, no, sweetheart everybody is that's Uh that's the catch Mm -hmm. that's how he gets you i just recently got scott to watch it did you really yes for the first time oh my god 34 years old 33 he's younger than me it had to blow his mind like i can't see him being into it at all (laughs) he was just looking what did you get me into what what did you do Rocky Horror is an experience. Yes. And I told him that one day I want to go to theater and do the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You have to dress in costume. You have to go to the theater. Yeah. You have to throw the toast. You have to throw the toilet paper. Okay, I have to tell you something. I know we're going off on a tangent, but Tara just recently did that. Tara. And I was like, I am so. Which Tara? Tim? Okay, Tara and Tim. People yep. don't know them, but they're, they're no. friends of yours. <laughs> yes, we love Tara and Tara. <laughs> okay, so she told me that she just recently went to one. And then I found out, like, I was like, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I want to do that. And then I found out that was her first time seeing Rocky Horror Picture <gasps> Show as well. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so jealous. She's like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> A newcomer in there, and you're just like, I have no clue what's happening right now. What did this I get is insane. Into? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm jealous. <laughs> I want to do that someday. Someday. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's plan on it. Okay. But her name All was right, cleared. All right. Back to business. It was cleared. <laughs> yep. So, Confidential ran a debt. Ran Desi's wild night out in the early years of their marriage before I Love Lucy. Lucy had filed for divorce previously but never followed through. And they made up. In 1955, does Desi... We're going to start that over. Okay. Confidential ran Desi's wild night out in the early years of their marriage before I Love Lucy. 
Okay. Lucy had filed for divorce previously, but never followed through with it, and they made up. So in 1955, Does Desi Really Love Lucy was the cover story in Confidential. Oh, oh that title. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That did details had his alleged extramarital affairs, and I Love Lucy was in the middle of the fifth season. How many seasons Char- did that show run? Do you know? I think six. Okay. So yeah, I think we were closing six. in on the end when this happens. All right. Yes. Yep. I'm going to butcher this name. Charles Pomerantz. Lucy's Publis. Publis. Charles. going to murder that word, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pubics. <laughs> Charles Pomerantz. Lucy's okay. publicist says, I gave an advance copy to Des, and Lucy said, I want to read the story. It was during a rehearsal day, and she went into the, her dressing room. Everybody was frozen on set. She finally came out, tossed the magazine to Desi, and said, Oh, hell, I could tell them worse than that. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. yeah. That was a quote from her publicist. She's like, you're a much bigger sleazeball than that. They don't yeah. have, they don't know the half of it. She was done with his yeah. shit by that point. She was yes. done. Done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, we're going to keep this together, write out this show, but. Yeah. Yep. Mm. They did finally divorce in 1960. And in 1962, Lucy bought out all of Desi's shares and became the first female CEO of a major Hollywood production studio. Yes. She- queen uh-huh she also steered i'm gonna say it wrong again what was it desi lou desi lou to greater success before selling the company in 1967 to gulf and western paramount good for her mm-hmm. she was just she like no no she was like no i love lucy i love lucy so i'm gonna do this for lucy good for her mm-hmm See, she's a queen. She really is. Um, I found these little trivia things that I wanted to put in here. Um, so before Aaron Sorkin wrote this, before he signed on as director, um, the project was offered to David O. Russell. Okay. And for a short time, Jennifer Lawrence and Russell were interested before he ultimately passed away. Oh. So Jennifer Lawrence was going to be Lucy. I could see that. Yeah. I could see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. She's but I got think Nicole that... Kidman killed yeah, it. Yeah, Nicole but... Kidman is brilliant. But I think I think Nicole or uh, Jennifer Lawrence could have pulled it off. Yes. Because she has the ability to laugh at herself that Lucy also had. I mean, yes. Nicole Kidman does too. Nicole Kidman can morph herself into anything and anyone. Oh yeah. Um, but I could I could see Jennifer Lawrence doing it. Mm. Yeah. I don't recognize the the name of the director though. And Mm-mm. that's probably a bad thing, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So um Javier and Nicole were more than 10 years older than Desi and Lucy would have been at the time the film took place. Nina and J.K. Simmons were the perfect ages for Vivian Vance and William Farley. Okay. Yeah. But Nicole Kidman doesn't age, so it's fine. Right. (laughs) She's an immortal beauty who will live forever. Yes. (laughs) Yes, she will. With Paul Rudd. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we, I, we were telling Emma yesterday um, that we were watching that Miss Marvel. Yeah. And there was a line that she said of like Ant-Man something, something. And she's like, Emma's like, what? And I was like, they're, they're making fun of Ant-Man and that he has not aged. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, Oh, and then I like put two and two together for her for like he was in Friends. She's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. He was in Clueless. He doesn't look any what? different. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, 
know that? Yes. No, I he was Cher's stepbrother in Clueless. <gasps> he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> you broke me. I can see that. Oh. <laughs> She's putting her head down, y'all. She's done. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know he, that. He was the stepbrother in Clueless, and he looks exactly the same. Exactly. He doesn't age. What? What did he do? Did he sell his soul? I don't know. I think it comes with being a genuinely good person that, like, he's just not going to age. Yeah. Or, or, and hear me out, he has a painting somewhere in his house. <laughs> Dorian Gray style. That yes. is aging and mutating, and he's continuing to stay young. There, There's yes. that option, too. I mean, you know, it that's, can go either that's way. It. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that one. <laughs> okay. So... Writer-director Aaron Sorkin has stated that this movie is about the original cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Because they were trying to cancel everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the first episode of I Love Lucy premiered October 15th, 1951. And the last episode, 179 episodes... Was aired on May 6, 1957. Seven years. They had yep. a good run. And they they made a lot of history there. Yes. There was a, a total of 181 episodes. Um, that was the pilot episode and a Christmas episode. And the pilot episode was lost for a long time. And then really? somehow they found it. Yeah. That was the one that they just pitched to studios. They didn't put that one yes, on air? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. What was your favorite Lucy? I love Lucy episode. You know, there's so many hysterical parts of the show, but the one where she's, it's when she lets Desi know that she's pregnant mm-hmm. and he's on stage performing Remember, she's sitting along the side of the stage and they have that moment where he like looks her way and she just kinds of kind of nods to confirm that she's pregnant. And then they have that moment between them. Uh, it was so sweet. And knowing that they really were a couple and they really were expecting a baby. It was so cute to watch. Um, they might have had a, a rather toxic relationship, but there was there was love there and there was sweetness yeah. and that was that was my favorite moment between that you know it was Aww. it was the reality of it why am i getting teary-eyed talking about this that was stupid <laughs> i don't remember that episode you don't remember that episode no did i make it up i feel like it was a real thing <laughs> i don't think you did <laughs> like i i remember sitting home watching episodes being young like if i stayed home from school and they were on like the episode that sticks out in my head that i really liked and that i laugh a lot was the episode at the candy factory yes where they're trying to take care of the chocolates and put them in boxes but then they end up shoving them in her mouth yes and like shoving them in their bras yes (laughs) like for some reason i don't know why but that makes me think of grandma (laughs) Because she loves chocolate. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it's something that grandma would do. She'd make a big spectacle out of shoving it in her shirt and everywhere that she could. Yeah. And it was more of the fact that she just wants to take it home because she loves chocolate so much. Yes, yes. The other one that I liked was the the one where she was doing the the commercial for – it was like a a cold medicine or something. And she's getting more and more drunk every time she does a shot of it. And she's like, the (laughs) – that thing. And it's just getting more and more mutilated every time she says it. I loved yeah. that. I loved the grapes. The stomping of the grapes. Yes, the stomping of the grapes that and her was facial hilarious. expressions as she yeah. was doing it. That was, yeah. she was, she was an icon. She there was. will never be another one like her. No. 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 Oh, this was I a have. good one. No, this I was know. amazing. I loved this. Um, yeah. Nobody was murdered. No. No. <laughs> I mean, there was cheating. She might wanted to murder him. She probably but... thought about murdering him a few times. 
This was a fun one. I really liked yeah. this. And you got yeah. some really good information. I this did. was a great There was one. one thing that I wanted to look more up, but I couldn't find any more information. But there was like mention of Betty Davis in here. Really? Like, look at that. But I couldn't find it. Like it was about I found this- it and then lost it. And then I was like, no. Well, if you find it again, we'll have to bring it up at the beginning of an episode yeah. and we'll yeah. add it into our there. news. Yes. Um, we should let people know that um, we have a couple mini episodes that we're going to plug in soon. We had said before yes. we're going to save those for our Patreon, but um, I am getting close. We are getting close because you're volunteering for the event to mm-hmm. my um, author signing that I host every year, Once Upon a Book in Frankenmuth, Michigan. And uh, time is going to be somewhat limited here somewhat yes. soon. And we yes, don't want to leave... keep the content coming exactly. for you guys. So we are going to take those those mini episodes. We're going to utilize them and then get a couple more for you yeah. so we can make sure we're completely covered while yes. we are away at Once Upon a Book. Yeah, because I think I fly down to you. Yeah, she's <laughs> being before. very kind and driving <laughs> up. I have to drive from Florida to Michigan because I have so much stuff for the event here at my house. Yes. Um, and while my daughter has her permit, she's not comfortable driving on expressways yet. So yeah. Sandra is going to be very kind and fly yes. down here and drive back with me so we yep. can get ready for that. So that and- takes a couple days to get up there, but that's a week before and then traveling. We're not going to be able to record. So yeah. And we're, I'm going to be completely engrossed in all things once upon a book for yes. a week. <laughs> that's well, funny everybody listening should come and it come is to the author signing we it's have so over a hundred amazing authors that are going to be at this event um we have we have panel discussions we have a monster theme ball that we're doing um which i think those tickets are all sold out unfortunately yeah so by this point sales for um the ball will be over but on um july 23rd is that right July 23rd. July 23rd. That's a Saturday, correct? Yes. Um, That is the the day we have um, the author signing. You can come in. You can uh, enter our raffle tables. You can meet a whole bunch of different authors in different genres and uh, get books. It's a family-friendly event, so you can bring your kids. And it's just a great time. I mean, we we just celebrate all things books. Yeah, it is. Lots of fun lots of authors that like i fangirl over yeah <laughs> we, we got some good people coming we've got yeah. we've got so many good people coming this year i can't even there's there's new york times yeah. bestsellers there's usa today bestsellers there's audiobook bestsellers um, eric asher is our keynote speaker this year and eric if you are a fan of audiobooks, absolutely check out his books because Yes, I think I own a couple of his books. Yeah. On audiobook. His, his audiobooks, like he has the best team for those. They're fantastic. Yeah. So check those out. Yeah. yeah. And I oh, will stop. We do have I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go. I was just gonna say I'm sit I'm shamelessly plugging my event, but <laughs> Hey, we need to. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What I was gonna say is we do have business that we forgot about. What's that? We have stickers. <gasps> we do have stickers we have the mimesis podcast stickers i have one i still one and i put it on my water bottle because i had to because they're so um, cute oh, send me some. i will and we need to do some <laughs> giveaways for them and get people yes. some mimesis stickers because you guys yeah. are so cute i love them i know i can't wait to have one in my hand yes <laughs> stick it on the back of the car stick it on your water bottle mm-hmm. stick it on co- your computer oh stick i'm gonna it on make a vinyl for the car you should make mm-hmm. your aunt a vinyl too okay thank you that was easy. you're welcome <laughs> yes all right we should probably wrap up here but guys yes. we want to hear from you if you have um some mimesis ideas that you would like us to cover reach out to us find us on our different uh media links you can find us on gmail at the mimesis podcast at gmail.com Find us at Facebook at the Mimesis Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Mimesis Podcast. And website. Go look at our Patreon. Oh, or that. Yeah, that one works too. What's the <laughs> Patreon, Patreon link? Patreon.com. 
backslash mimesis podcast. No space. No space. <laughs> I was typing that in very wrong and I could not <laughs> find us. And I was like, I know it's here. <laughs> uh, you could also check out our website, mimesispodcast.com. Yes. Is that right? The mimesispodcast.com. Yes. I thought that one was not the. Not the. I know. That's why I said not the. <laughs> mimesispodcast.com. Yes. Yeah. So by all means, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, yes. If you want to offer us any kind of support, you can support Please. us on Spotify or you can join our Patreon and get all sorts of goodies that we have there. And we would appreciate that very much to help us get new equipment to keep turning out content for you guys. Yes. So we don't have to wait for storms to go past. <laughs> exactly. We had to do that this week because there was a storm here in Florida. So. Yeah. All right. That's all we've all right. got for tonight. Until next time. <gasps> Bye. Bye.